Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. Ronald or Ron Angel, what's going on? Welcome to the live C Leverage. Leverage 07. Shannon, what's going on? Just saw you on the Perfect Soccer account. Welcome over to my account. Alessandro, welcome to the live. M MQ King65, what up? Steven, welcome. Luca, welcome. Kid Shorty, Manuel, Joe Jackson, happy to have you guys. The man, the myth, the legend. I like that. I like that. Guys, spam that little heart thing. If you can hear me all right, if everything is coming in clear on your side. Oh, let me finalize this stuff over here. And uh, welcome all of you. Angel, yo, Kid Shorty, what's going on? Pre-Tremble. What up, what up? Thank you for spam. Okay, thank you. You guys can hear me all right. Steven, what's going on? The Lion Tamer, yes. Uh, Pre-Tremble, said he's a big fan. Thank you very much. Luca. The strength I'm in your head I love that guys drop me some I'm in your head emojis if you know what it what time it is if you know what time it is drop me the I'm in your head emojis so everyone can see what we're about and if you guys have any questions make sure you're dropping them in the questions section right there so we can get into it and for those of you joining in for the first time or listening in on the replay you know what it is. Well, at least you're now you're going to know what it is. My name is Quincy Ameriqua, and welcome to the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show. Episode like 30-something, I don't know. 30, 40, I don't even know where we're at. We keep going. But what is the Ask a Soccer Pro show? You might be asking yourself. Well, I'm your host, 11-year MLS pro Quincy Ameriqua, currently playing for DC United. And uh, though you guys know I play for the M- I play in the MLS and have for over a decade, what we talk about here on the Ask a Soccer Pro show is the MSL. And if you guys are checking the comments, you can see a lot of the people who are understanding what the MSL is. I am in your head. The MSL is the Mental Strength League, where you are either an active participant or you're getting played by those of us who are playing the game. And uh, the Mental Strength League is a philosophy, it's an ideology, it's a mindset, it is a mode of being, it is a lifestyle. One that we talk about here every Thursday at 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST over on the at perfect underscore soccer account. That uh, That is my soccer account, that is my soccer brand. But as you guys know, Today, we are having the show on my personal account, at Quincy Maraqua. I know I've been getting a lot more followers lately who have been joining in, learning about our brand, learning about uh, the MSL, Perfect Soccer, and everything in between, and uh, wanted to give a chance to my followers and subscribers, those of you watching in on the live, joining in live, and those who will be watching the replay, to know that every week I go live on the Perfect Soccer account. So if you're not following that account, you definitely want to make sure you're doing so. Uh, but let's get into it. Let's jump straight. Well, actually, before we jump straight into it, because I haven't promoted this stuff in a while, if you guys haven't already, make sure you get a free copy of my book, The Perfect Soccer Player Blueprint, over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash book. Many of the concepts and ideas that I talk about here, I discuss and go over in depth in my book, and the book is free, so there's no excuse not to get it if you haven't already. Um, Those of you who are wanting individual training, one-on-one mentorship or program, go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash bpro. Sign up to work with a perfect soccer pro today. And those of you who are loving the brand, want to rep the brand and uh, love our values, what we stand for, what we represent, head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash influencer and apply to become an influencer today. As you guys can see, we're getting a bunch of sweet merch. We got the new shorts in, t-shirts, new sticker. Oh, yeah. Got new stickers in. We've got custom hats. Everything that's coming in. So for those of you who are loving the brand, like what we stand for, and you want to get involved, 
perfectsoccerskills.com slash influencer now that I've gotten that out of the way. And I'm letting you guys know if you want to stay up to date on all the Ask a Soccer Pro shows, you want to head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash AASP. That is Ask a Soccer Pro to see and listen to all previous replays. We've got this new segment going on PS Clips. I know not everyone is able to tune in for the full hour, but we chop up the clips to all of the best parts of the episode and post them over on the count as well too. So now that I've got you guys all up to date on all of that stuff, let's jump into it because last week, I'm not gonna lie, I believe that that was probably the greatest episode of the Ask a Soccer Pro Show we've had to date. And guess what? Right at the end of the call, it literally canceled and there wasn't even a live replay. So I think like 100 or 200 people ended up joining in on one to 200 people ended up joining in on the live and they got some of the sweet, sweet knowledge that I was dropping last week. So hopefully we're going to be able to get the replay uh, up and going. But for those of you who join in live, you won't want to miss out because maybe the live won't be up anymore. But let's see what we're talking about today. So if this is your first time joining, drop any and every question you possibly have uh, in the community section here below, as well as the question section. I go back and forth between all of them and uh, I try to get to as many questions as I possibly can. So here's your chance to get any and all of your questions answered by a professional soccer player. It's Jose 11 said, miss you back in San Jose. Thank you very much. I had some good times back in San Jose and I'm uh, appreciative of it. Alessandro said 30 career goals. That is correct. Alessandro, go look at total minutes played and then also go look at all goals score, scored in all competitions and then come back and speak to me. Uh, but thank you guys very much for all the support and especially to all my haters. I love you guys too because you guys be joining in and giving me attention and letting people know about us. So I appreciate it. We are in your head. So let's get into it. Let's see what we got here. Um, Let's look and um, pull up the questions. Oh, okay, let's see what we got here. So for those of you who don't know, um, I think we take off tomorrow to go play against Montreal, the Montreal Impact um, on the road. Big game this Saturday, uh, playoff push. I think we got, uh, we've got you know less than, was it six games left in the year? Five games left in the year? So uh, you know we haven't been in the greatest form this last couple of games, so this is a big one. And funny underscore thorny asks, are you excited to play against your former team? I always enjoy playing against my former teams because, uh, you know, they know me and I like to see how they approach the game knowing that I'm showing up. So I'm excited for that. Um, let's see how quickly I can get into their heads and uh, if they're ready, if they're ready for the MSL. Because not too long ago, they got to participate and be on the side of the MSL. Now they're gonna be on the receiving end of the MSL. But yeah, I'm excited, I'm looking forward to that. Thank you for sending in your question. Let's see what else we got here. Um, right here we got, ooh, Venice Veloper asks, asks uh, biggest decision of your career, that's a good one. I would say the biggest decision of my career was the decision I made in 2009 when I decided to go pro. And uh, well, after I decided to go pro and I had signed my contract and I got an understanding of the mindset of the players around me at the time. And at that time, what confused me to no end, what I couldn't understand at the time, now looking back, I understand, but at the time I, I couldn't grasp the concept. I would talk to a lot of my teammates and people that I met at that time and none of them were thinking about post-career, like none of them. I would ask like, oh, hey, this is cool. We're all playing pro soccer, right? But um, everyone knows our career is gonna end one day. Obviously, we all wanna play until we're 35, 40 years old. We wanna have a very long career. But even if you play for 15, 20 years, it's gonna end one day. And I was thinking about what I would want to be doing while I'm playing, so I'm setting myself up for post-career. Because the way I was looking at it was I thought that the greatest advantage that playing professional soccer gave me was time in the day, right? I, got, I made a full-time salary, I'll put full-time in quotes because my first uh, contract wouldn't necessarily be considered uh, a highly lucrative professional contract. I was on $34,000 a year. It was a semi-guaranteed contract, which means they could have cut me and dropped me at any time. But 
the advantage and the reason why I signed up and decided to continue doing it, obviously one, because I love playing the game, but more importantly, um, you know, in two to three hours a day, I could make a full-time salary, which meant I had six to nine more hours out of the day that the typical person didn't have to dedicate towards building my businesses and working on my ideas and and kind of moving that way. Big reason why Perfect Soccer exists today because when I would finish playing, I would go and work on my businesses. I'd invest that time in my businesses. So now that you're seeing me over 11 years later, a lot of people uh, make the mistake of believing that what they see right now is just the result of what happened today. But where I am today, me being on this live, talking with you, answering your question, comes down to a decision I made over 11 years ago, which is why I say it's the biggest decision of my career. And tying that back, to why that was the biggest decision was because though I couldn't understand why people weren't thinking about post-career, I didn't use that as a reason for me not to be thinking about that. And uh, I believed that I could both dedicate my time to being a professional soccer player and get uh, get to the level I, I wanted to get to, <laughs> this was up, uh, but also build for my future and my post-career. Um, though many guys at the time when I was joining the league didn't believe that to be true, I felt that it was in my best interest to, to try. Because either, as you guys know in MSL, adapt or die, it will either work or I'll die. And that's the way I approached it and that's the mentality you need to have to even get to the professional level. So um, I'm not saying the way that I did it is the, is the perfect way, is the best way. It was technically very risky because no one had ever done it before, at least not from my personal experience and what I'd seen. And there was no guarantee that it was gonna work, but I looked at it from the perspective of, if it does work, I will exponentially reap the rewards of taking that risk. Um, based on what I thought everyone else was doing at that time. So that meant a very long time of listening to people tell me I'm stupid, I'm dumb, I don't know what I'm doing, um, what I'm doing will never work, I'm full of myself, I'm a narcissist, I'm a self-promoter, anything and everything. I'm a terrible player, I will never, whatever, I don't even know. You, you can't do this in Europe, you can't do this. It's just a bunch of people projecting their own personal insecurities on me. That's how I perceived it and that's, why when I speak to you guys about the MSL, it's about developing a uh, ironclad mentality um, where you are in your own head and no one else can get in your head. And that's the biggest, and for me, best decision of my career. Um, great question though. I really, I really like that question because we're here to tie it all to bigger picture and getting you guys to fully um, understand bigger picture. Let's see, we got uh, Greasy asked a question. Let's let him join in on the, uh, is that gonna work? Uh, sorry, man, it's, I was trying to let you join in on the live to get a couple of questions. Yeah, CEO accredited, adapt or die, exactly. MSL, adapt or die, no excuses, assert your dominance, I'm in your head. Simple, quick lines you can just repeat to yourself um, to keep yourself focused on what it is you're wanting to achieve. And what kind of actually thinks about it? Uh, maybe I'll go into that in a minute, let's see. Matthew asked, does height really matter when it comes to soccer? In my opinion, absolutely not. That is the, that's the beauty of the beautiful game. You can be the tallest, the shortest, the fattest, the fastest, the slowest. Um, and uh, you can figure out a way to compete and to win. So um, if you aren't the tallest, then you have to be more clever on the ball or you need to learn to think three steps, four steps ahead of your opponent. Um, uh, I was talking with Moses about this the other day. Um, are you the type of player who just happens to to float around and then when you see space, now you exploit it or try to take advantage of the space that you see? Or are you a type of player who is setting up other players to create space for yourself in the future? So um, there's a bit of a cat and mouse, a possum type of way that you can play the game as well too. So there's, there's levels to it and um, I would say when I started my career, I was the hair, fast, energizer all over the place. Um, and now, having evolved as a player over the years and learning and developing my soccer IQ and understanding the game on a deeper level from a new perspective, um, I'd say I'm the tortoise now, um, the possum. You know, you're, you're playing, you're, you're setting up your opponent to exploit their weaknesses and you're masking and hiding your strengths 
to only use them when it is the right time to to um, to execute. So um, there are many many different levels and and perspectives to the game and philosophies and approaches to take. And I think the MSL is a great way to to download all of those perspectives and understandings of the game so that if you are an individual who might not be the tallest or the fastest or the strongest, you can still figure out a way to uh, to beat to beat your opponent. Uh, Pre-Trumbull said, Messi or Ronaldo and why? I'll pick, I pick Ronaldo because, and this is completely not knowing either, either one of them on a personal level. Uh, so just from my outside and limited perspective, I, I am of the belief that Ronaldo has a stronger work ethic and mentality than Messi. And uh, the reason I believe that's the case is, um, uh, the reason I believe that th that's the case is because I've, I've seen Ronaldo has been willing to try his skills at different clubs and different leagues across the world. Um, uh, when he didn't, when he doesn't have to, right? Whereas Messi could do the same, but he chose to stay in Barcelona. Now that can be for whatever reason, and the reason really doesn't matter. But I do understand uh, the level of difficulty it takes and dedication it takes to to adjust to new leagues, to new ideas, to different players, to different styles. And um, Ronaldo willing to do that, I think puts him puts him higher on my list than Messi. Now, if we're talking about technical ability and overall play on the ball, I think Messi is better. Leo, my fellow teammate, Leo, uh, joined the live. Thank you very much, brother. I appreciate the support. And then my sister's in the live as well too. What's up, Tyne? She says, I think my spirit animal is a possum. I'd have to agree with that. I'm learning, I've learned how to be a possum and a possum is a great, is a great animal to be. No one is, no one chooses, no one's picking the possum. No one is paying attention to the possum, but the possum, Probably gets away with everything. <laughs> Jordan, yo, what's going on? Welcome to the live. Uh, Pre-Trumple said, I'm a messy guy myself, but I understand that. Ronaldo does have a better work ethic. Just look at the man. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, <laughs> Alex joined the live. What up, Alex? Alex asked me, was Francis Gangle the best coach you've ever had? I would, uh, I would say for certain reasons, in certain ways, Francis was. But in other ways, he definitely wasn't. I do, thinking back, because Alex is now making me think back. So Alex was, is my my old uh, teammate. We played for Bakersfield Alliance. Shout out Bakersfield Alliance. Um, Francis had a, a unique philosophy on the game, but I don't think he was able to adequately convey that perspective to kids under the age of 13, right? I just think he was thinking too far ahead of his time for where we were at. And now that I'm even thinking about his philosophy and what he used to speak to us about, I can uh, I can understand where his disconnect was. But that's a good one, Alex. That's making me think back. Geo MSL baby. Um, let's see. Uh, Andrew asks, "What workout should I do?" Uh, it depends on where you're at in your career, what your personal individual goals are, uh, but. To help you figure that out, I definitely suggest you go over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash YouTube, subscribe over there. Uh, we post a video daily. Every Friday, we post a, a workout, soccer-specific workout video. Ross does them called Fitness Fridays. And I think there's a most recent In-Depth with Ross episode where Ross breaks down, um, what is it? Our accountability chart for the B Pro program. So uh, Obviously, if you go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash bpro and apply to work with us for individual one-on-one -on -one mentorship, um, that's a paid program. That's so you can get a pro, me or someone else on our team to work with you directly and work through your um, your worksheets and coaching and individual stuff. But that is not a requirement uh, to have access to the tools and resources. So everything that we use for the bpro program, all the tools, the resources, the sheets, the PDFs, anybody and everybody who follows our account can get and download those things for free. So um, here I'm not making the information. Paying for information is not what we're doing here. Pay, uh, having access to the best information should not be uh, should not be firewalled or paywalled 
based on um, your financial situation. So access to all of those tools and resources are absolutely free. We always keep them available. Um, you'll see them and have access to them across our, our channels all over the place, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Um, but if you're wanting to work with us individually, as in our actual physical time, that is what you're paying for when you're doing these uh, the mentorship program. So if you're wanting to do that, go ahead and head over there. But uh, the breakdown of the tools and resources you get with the program, Ross just did an in-depth with Ross um, recently posted in the last week or so. So you can get access to all that stuff there if you're not wanting to sign up for the uh, the program. Quincy Ameriquois, 2019 MLS Cup champion. You never know. You never know, guys. The MSL is building. I'm not sure if, I'm not sure if they're awake to it yet. Uh, but one thing I definitely suggest that everyone needs to... So we take a quick break here so we can talk, so I can talk to you, so I can talk to you. So for the longest time, uh, people have been asking me, hey, Quincy, how do I deal with trolls online? How do I deal with haters? How do I deal with, you know, the negativity? And for me, I love the negativity because it helps fuel me. It helps me see from a different perspective and it keeps me honest, which is great. Um, and I like to attack and to defend and to uh, think about uh, the negativity and how I can spin it and make it a positive. But I do also know that not everyone has the mental capacity, energy, or time to deal with haters, trolls, or negativity online. So we have figured out the ultimate troll killing device, and that is the I'm in your head emoji. So one finger the emoji face with no mouth or whichever one you want and another finger on the side. Someone says something negative to you in your comments, on a page, anywhere, you just respond to them at back at them with that emoji. And every time they do that, always respond back to them. If you see something really great, a great highlight tape, you see something online that's funny, you see hater, anything, doesn't matter, I'm in your head emoji. Just drop that. You don't need to say anything. Because trolls and haters who aren't privy to the MSL, they don't understand what league we're playing in. They don't understand our community and what we're doing with and for each other is they don't understand what that means. So when they keep hitting with negativity and everyone, everyone who wants to be a part of the MSL hits everybody all over the internet, all over social media with the I'm in your head emoji, trolls are going to get angry because they're gonna go like, what does this mean? I don't understand this, what's going on? And once they do their research, and maybe they respond and say, hey, what does that even mean? Or that's stupid, What respond to me or whatever, then just send them hashtag MSL. That's your response after that. If they go and click MSL and they go look at it, and they go look up what that emoji means and what that emoji says, it means I'm in your head, and that means they have lost. You won, they did research, they now know that you are in their head and there's nothing they can do about it. And that's what's so powerful about the I'm in your head emoji. So guys, girls, everybody, let's make the I'm in your head emojis go viral because that's how we're gonna kill these internet trolls. So if you guys are down with that, please drop the I'm in your head emoji in the comment section, spam that that like button if you're liking that idea. Um, and we can get out here, we can kill all these internet trolls and kill negativity on the internet because I'm sick of it. Um, let's see. Uh, F-A-C-U-N-D-O underscore uh, dot C underscore 20 said, damn Quincy, motivational speaker out here. Hey, I'm just speaking. If you think it's motivational, then there we go. Quincy's the <laughs> AC Flower said, Quincy, I'm the worst is the worst soccer player I've ever seen. Uh, I'm in your head. Evil, evil emoji. That's what I'm talking about. Shout out Aaron. Uh, uh, Q&A Productions. Uh, Aaron and I went to college together. I I told Aaron, I almost, I told Aaron I'd drop out of school and work on uh, music production and post-production full-time because he was so, he had such a great uh, musical ear and a great musical talent. We both decided it'd probably be better to finish medical school, but we could revisit that in our 30s. And Aaron, here we are, bro. Uh, if you guys haven't, if you didn't check it out on my story, I posted some of our old beats and some of the music that we've made. Uh, there's some polls, so vote on it. Let me know the parts that you like, ones you thought were good, ones that you thought were thumbs down. Um, 
but we'll be implementing the better better music and stuff into uh, the YouTube channel here moving forward. Uh, <laughs> Trimble said, tell me, uh, tell me a player more woke than Quincy. I'll wait. I'm waiting too. I want to I want to speak to to someone ruthless. I'm in your head 100. That's what I'm talking about, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm liking that. I'm liking all the different emoji models. Let's see what we got here. Uh, Quincy running game so strong, even his hairline is running. <laughs> I like that. Where? Okay. Uh, when did you begin to take soccer serious, and what did you do to train? So I'd say. Uh, I've always taken soccer serious. And from that perspective, I mean, I've always approached the game every day as if it's the last day that I'm gonna get to play. So um, that's just been my mentality and my mindset. I look at soccer as a gift that can be taken away from you at any moment. Um, you can have a catastrophic leg injury. You could have, you know what I mean? You can have, uh, there's so many things that could go wrong to, to dwell and spend any time Feeling sorry for yourself or, or or complaining for me, I believe, is a waste of time. One that uh, that takes time away from enjoying what you love about the game. Now, the game is going to get difficult at times. You're going to want to quit. There's going to be things that are just unfair. A lot of this game is unfair. A lot of the politics are real. It's true. Um, some coaches don't want you to succeed. Some coaches will do what they can to prevent you from moving forward. But you cannot let that be an excuse for why you will not continue to do what you know is necessary to continue moving forward. Inch by inch by inch, long-term thinking, not short-term thinking here, and, and a commitment to what you know will put you in the best situation to learn from your previous and current mistakes. Because right now, you're make, we're all making mistakes right now, and we won't know what mistakes we made or we won't understand those mistakes until later in the future. So... Um, move. I've spoke about this before. I'll speak about this again in the future until I'm blue in the face. Um, move forward with purpose. Have purpose in what you do. If you're going to take soccer serious, know why you're taking it serious. If you're if you're just going to have fun with it, know why you're having fun with it. Just as long as you there's a purpose and reason behind what you're doing. Um, in the future, when you look back and you decide if it was the best decision or not, at least you know you did it with your eyes open ties into the woke um, comment there earlier. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm in your taco, a taco emoji and then I'm in your head. Yes, definitely. Guys, guys and girls, um, I'm telling you, the emoji, drop the emoji anytime, it, especially over on, the, uh, if any of you are following the MLS account, anytime you see any posts by uh, anyone, anytime on the MLS account, drop the I'm in your head emoji. Let's get the rest of the MLS fan base to learn about the MSL so they know what's up. Gordon Wild, welcome, Gordon. Thank you very much for the support. Gordon is um, our new, I want to say he's our newest teammate. Yeah, I think he's our most recently assigned player. He was uh, previously with Atlanta. We've had a, a couple of great conversations here, even in the short time that he's been here. Um, where did Gordon, did you come in? You signed before Felipe and, and Ima. So I think one of our most recently signed players. Good dude, Mr. Wild. Uh, Alex has asked, Quincy, I love soccer and with all my heart and I've been working hard the past few months. I know I've gotten better from last year. I tried out for my school's JV varsity, but got cut. Um, all right. So if you have a specific question, I'd be happy to answer you, but if, uh, with limited information in there, I'll say, look, if you're if you're really passionate about it and and you're committed to it, getting cut is part of the process. You know, like not making the team, not playing, that's part of it. That's your uh, that's a gut check. That's a that's a test to see if you really care about it as much as you say you you do. It's it's a test to see if you're willing to put the work that you've never been that you've never put in before to get to where you've never been before. You know, like for instance. Um, I believe and still believe I was good enough to be on my varsity team my freshman year of high school, but the coach didn't bring me on the didn't bring me on to the to the varsity team. I had a standout, stellar, fun uh, freshman year at the JV level, and then I eventually made the varsity team my sophomore year, but then didn't play. Like I didn't play a majority. I think I had like twenty. 
I don't know, something like 23 or 26 goals my freshman year at the JV level. And then when I was on the varsity team my sophomore year, I, I don't even know if I had, I don't think I had more than five goals, if any, because I didn't play. Like, coach didn't think I was good enough to play or thought the other guys that were there were better than me to play. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well, how would you like to work with me one-on-one directly? Now you can with Be Pro Mentality. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash bpro. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. Um, so, you know, I could cry and pout and do whatever or just learn from it and figure it out. And by my junior year, I'm starting and I play and I, I don't know, I scored 20-something plus goals that year and 20-something goals the year after that. But uh, but doing that didn't get me, uh, what do you call it? Doing that didn't get me seen and scouted by college programs because I didn't know how that process worked, right? I thought if you just did well in high school, if you're good enough, college coaches would come and recruit you and scout you and offer you a scholarship. I was wrong in that thinking. And I've, I've talked about this story before and I won't go too deep into it, but I didn't get recruited till the last game of uh, the last game of my last tournament of my youth club career. So the same team that Alex, you saw Alex here in the live earlier. Um, uh, I was planning on walking on to UC Berkeley because I got in there academically and I was going to try to walk onto the track and field team for pole vault because I have the pole vault record at my high school. Well, I did. I don't know if I do anymore, but that was, uh, I was really good at pole vault and uh, that was the plan. I got in there academically and I was going to try to do that. I didn't think I... I assumed that I must not be good enough at soccer because if I was, I would have gotten a scholarship offer. Um, two coaches were coming to that tournament uh, to watch and recruit a year out. So they're there to watch other guys on the on the opposing team for their following recruiting year. And in that game, they happened to see me and ask about me. And in that night, I was seen, recruited, and offered a scholarship by both by both uh, both colleges that night, which is extremely lucky in the sense that I got offered a scholarship and an opportunity to play, right? Uh, the reason why I was offered that was because of the, the how seriously I'd been taking soccer up to the point. I was doing all the right things in terms of on the field, but I wasn't doing the right things off the field to market myself adequately so I would have scholarship offers from coaches. I got lucky that I got seen because they were coming to watch other guys who were marketing themselves appropriately. So through happenstance, I got seen. So that ties into how long have I been taking soccer seriously? I've always taken it seriously, but I didn't take the promotion and marketing of myself seriously until I realized that that was part of the process. So um, fast forward, I ended up going to UC Davis. I spent my four years there, but because of the mistakes I made at my youth level, I invested the time, effort, and energy to not make those mistakes again at the college level. I eventually got uh, drafted to San Jose Earthquakes. Fast forward here, we're already uh, over 10 plus years in the league. And um, yeah, there's been plenty of times along the way where people have said or thought or told me that I'm not good enough or they don't think I am. So if you think that you're going to avoid that or you're trying to avoid that, uh, I would suggest don't bother even trying uh, or taking this path because um, it takes the MSL mindset to make it. Um, and Or it takes the MSL mindset to have a chance of making it. And even then, it doesn't mean you'll make it. So um, hopefully that answers your question. Vatine uh, uh, said, my sister said, haha, you've done it. Found a way to win every time. What are you going to spend your time plotting about now? Uh, right now, I'm really focused on teaching everyone how to win. That's my focus right now teaching you how to win, helping as many people as I possibly can understand the process from start to finish, and more importantly, how to spot the scammers for yourself so that they can't take advantage of you. That's what I'm doing, that is my goal, and that is my focus. So the more anyone and everyone in this community can help me spread this message and teach these minds, this mindset and this philosophy, I'm a firm believer that it will help Many people help themselves overcome the, the limited belief system they currently have and they operate with. 
um, so they can see the world that we currently exist in and more importantly create their perfect life and that's what uh, that's what this brand is that's what we represent and that's what we're doing so I appreciate every single one of you uh, right now in this moment and in the future listening to this on a replay or uh, who is who is willing to hear me, to listen to what I have to say and be open to uh, thinking a little bit differently. And more importantly, uh, willing to share this with someone you feel could get a lot of value out of it. And um, yeah, supporting the brand because the brand has been built over years and years with an idea and philosophy of um, over delivering value, uh, leaving every exchange having given more than we received. And what we're really selling here is the idea that you is all you need to get to wherever you want to go or be in life and soccer. Um, that's what we stand for. That's what we represent. And we only share what we've learned, uh, what we've learned and done from our, for ourselves from personal experience. And, uh, those are, that's our philosophy. That's our ethos. That's what we, that's what we do. And that's why we're doing this. So I appreciate, I appreciate all of you. Um, you bring in that sound machine for tomorrow night or my sites. Uh, thanks for joining in the uh, live. So sites is my uh, roommate on the road, especially here when we're going to Montreal. Uh, we're, we're a couple of, we're a couple of uh, guys with more years than everybody else, but still young, young in the mind and young in the heart. Never say we're old cause we're not. Um, young P asked, do you miss the quakes? I miss aspects of the quakes. I definitely do. Uh, I, I, uh, I developed a lot of great relationships with a lot of guys in the locker room there. So I definitely miss a lot of those guys. Um, I had a lot of fun and, uh, you never know, you know, maybe I'll make a, a third appearance back with the quakes. You guys got to talk to you. I think Jesse Florinelli is the general manager there. So you guys gotta, you guys gotta let him know, uh, you want him to bring me back and you never know. I'm a free agent at the end of the year. So we'll see, we'll see if it, We'll see where I end up if uh, if DC doesn't end up offering me a contract extension. So, so we'll see. Uh, Jackson Hopkins asks, who has been the most fun player to play with in your career? Uh, fun on like a personal level, I would say early in my career was Ryan Johnson. We, uh, he's a funny dude. He's so stupid. He's like smart dumb. I can't I can't even describe him. Uh, I almost wish at that time I was just recording half of the conversations we had because they're so stupid. I had a lot of fun with him. Um, Sergio McDonald, when I was in Colorado, was, uh, <laughs> he was stupid dumb too. I liked him. Uh, we bought, <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> so we spent a lot of time together and we we went halves on a car and he, he wanted to spend as little money as possible buying a car. And I was like, okay, well, let's go on Craigslist and find one. We found some dude, I think I was selling his car for like $700. And we went there and I told him like, look, let, paying less than a thousand dollars for a car is like completely unsafe and definitely isn't going to be worth doing. But he was adamant about not wanting to do it. So I was like, okay, we found a car. I think the guy ended up selling it to us for like 600 bucks. <laughs> so 300 bucks each. But oh, the deal I'd made with him, I said, look, we'll buy it, but we have to take it to like a good year or something so they can assess and see like, you know, how many months do we have before this car blows up? We took it down to the local Goodyear and uh, they took the wheels off to check the brakes and the brake pads and everything fell apart. And they literally said like, we, we won't even put the car back. To, we won't even put the wheels back on for you. No liability because this is like, we're not going to take liability and responsibility for it. So uh, what I asked them to do is I said, Hey, look, put them back on. I'll sign whatever waiver. There was a used car dealership, like, four or five blocks down the street. And we took that down there and uh, haggled with them and negotiated with them and ended up selling the car to them for parts for like a thousand bucks and then used that money to get ourselves, I think it was like a 1993 Lexus, what was it? Lexus LS something. It had working air conditioners, pretty good. So um, God, yeah, had good fun times with him. Uh, Quincy time when I did Quincy time in Chicago, Mike McGee, uh, we did a couple of episodes. He was always, uh, he was always a lot of fun. Definitely forward thinking ahead of his time. Sean Johnson as well too. Uh, shout out Sean Johnson. He's still playing for New York city FC. Um, I connect with him here and there. Uh, he was a great guy. Um, I developed a really good relationship with Danny Husen and uh, with the earthquakes, you know, he has his son, uh, 
he had his son, his first son, and I had my first son at the same time, and we were locker mates. And uh, when he first came, uh, definitely uh, was speaking to him about MSL mentality and mindset and philosophy. So that, and he shared a lot with me and helped me really understand the, the game from a new perspective. So, um, man, uh, everyone. I mean, I don't know if you guys know, but I have a vlog or I had a vlog and I was doing my, uh, my vlog before especially when I was with the earthquake. So head over to youtube.com slash Quincy Maraqua 25 and you guys can check out the vlog. You can see a couple of those characters, Vaco, uh, Chicho, Francois, uh, Jameer, uh, Jackson, uh, Matt Brissano, Luis Felipe, uh, all, of, all of these guys, Chris Weehan, uh, Joel Quiberg. I mean, pretty much everybody. A lot of good dudes uh, and I'm leaving out so many but I've literally had over a thousand plus teammates over the course of my my decades long career because I've been, I've been to a lot of places I've played many places and um, the turnover at many of the teams I've been at over the course of my career has been quite high. So I have yeah over a thousand different perspectives of of players and at the professional level and that's just on my team, not including every single game. I participated in and played against so hopefully that answers a little bit red bull fan tv asks europe uh no europe was never a goal for me to be honest like i never had any dreams or aspirations of playing in europe i always really liked um the idea of playing in my domestic league in the mls and like being a part of its growth and participating in it to to the degree that i have so i mean I know many of my friends and people I've played with growing up have all, have all had aspirations in, of wanting to play Europe and in different leagues in the world, but I just, I never had that. I, um, you know, that could change in the future, but I mean, I haven't had that inclination to do that in the past, so. Um, Oliver asked Quincy, do you think college soccer is the route to go if you want to go to Europe, especially as a keeper? I'd love to know your thoughts. I don't think college soccer is the best route to go, especially with how uh, soccer in America is, is transitioning. But because soccer in America is transitioning, I think it is uh, a very difficult point in time for young players right now because the U.S. has not yet figured out their youth development system and how that translates into sending kids and players over internationally. So like the college system is dying and the development system is growing, but there's no bridge that is directly tying you to the European system. Uh, not yet at least. And it's gonna take a couple of, you know, a couple of players who everyone thought would pan out not panning out for us to fully understand why it didn't and didn't work so i would think i definitely think learning how best to market yourself here and abroad is is very important if you're wanting to understand how to do that go to my website quincyamericua.com um, at the top you should see soccer cv i'm pretty sure that's updated um, click that and check that out uh, you'll be able to see what my online soccer CV looks like. So you can get an understanding and idea of how to go about marketing yourself. So at least you have a link that goes to a page. We're thinking about providing this service as well too. Actually, shout out College Coach Database. If you guys aren't following that, uh, that account, definitely go follow Connor over on that account. He'll, uh, he'll help build and create you a, a soccer CV like mine on my, on my site, but specific to you. Um, and then you'll have that link and you'll use that link to reach out to coaches everywhere and send them your schedule, show them your highlight tape, let them see your CV and start building out your resume over time and get better and better and better at presenting yourself as best as you possibly can um, so that you give yourself as many opportunities as possible to be seen um, as much as possible. Uh, Liam asked, do you remember bringing McGee, uh, doing, uh, McGee's day off? Yes, I do. That was, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. The league put a lot of money, time, effort, and energy into doing that. But you know, he was the MLS MVP at that time. So that was big time. Um, Jade asked, are you and Rooney good friends? I'd like to think so. I really like, uh, I like Wayne a lot. He's a really good guy. Uh, we've had a lot of great conversations. I've learned a lot, um, from him, um, understanding his perspective of the game, uh, he's obviously played um, at a very high level for, for some very prestigious teams. 
Um, I haven't necessarily – I've never really watched them. I've never watched him play. So it's, it's interesting. Uh, I haven't ever watched him play until he's been here now. So it's interesting to hear the perspective of my teammates and locker mates and people across the league and people who've reached out to me because they're like, yo, this dude is an absolute legend to me. Like I put posters of him on my wall growing up. I watched him play for hours at a time. So it's, it's interesting to hear that because I didn't do that. So I'm not saying that it's wrong in doing that. I'm just going, I was so focused on just what I was doing that, you know, I didn't do that. So when I'm coming into DC and I'm seeing him, I'm seeing him for the first time and I'm just taking it in and I can see why he's played at such a high level. So it's been, it's been really cool for me um, because it's, it's, another, it's another perspective, it's another outlook on the game um, that, you know, I guess many people don't have the opportunity to have access to, so I'm grateful for that. You know, I've learned a lot from watching Lucho as well too, TT, uh, uh, Paul, you know, I, I, I watch every single player, Griffin, Akeem, Don, uh, Jalen, uh, Adoy. I'm I'm literally every the. Oh, okay, let me better uh, tie this together. I've learned how to play the game through watching the players I'm playing with at every current moment. So the only reason I've been able to continually level up and get higher and higher in the ranks is because I'll show up and I'm probably the lowest person there when I show up. But the only way I can make it to the next level is if I learn how to beat everybody at that level. So I'm paying attention to everybody and I'm trying to figure out how everyone plays, what they're good at, what they're bad at, and then I'm tailoring my game to getting strong at their weakness so I can exploit their weakness and then when I can figure out how to win, right, adapt or die, then I've now leveled up. So now I'm playing to the level, so I'm, I'm always, having to play to the level of my competition. So that means I have to learn my competition and understand how to thrive amongst my competition and then eventually learn how to beat my competition, right? And then as that's happening, our league has been growing with each passing year. So better and better players have come into the league. So it's forced me to have to adapt and learn and grow. And as time goes on, you get better and better at what it is that you're doing. So I've been refining my process of learning how to understand the players around me and how to implement and integrate into the system in in essence becoming the best possible teammate i can possibly be so if we're tying back again to the best decision i ever made um, at the beginning of my career i approach the game from the perspective of i'm going to do the things that i think are in the best interest of my teammates 10 years from now and either i'll make it there or I won't. But if I do, hey, I don't know what that's going to mean and what that's going to look like, but I'm I'm willing to take the risk and put in the work to find out. And what that ended up resulting in is the MSL and what you guys are seeing and understanding and learning about right now, right? This is basically um this is basically a philosophy that is in the complete contrast to what gets uh rewarded in the professional in the professional space right now so uh those who are most selfish and have the best stats even if the stats that they have are because they're completely selfish get rewarded not the people who are the greatest or best teammates you know so so in our world it's very short term short short-term thinking so since it's such short-term thinking people can't really invest in the long term because you won't stick around long enough long term um at least until now. Yo, Bach, what up? Welcome to the live. Thank you very much. Appreciate the support, man. Uh, thank you for joining. Uh, Luis Felipe. I love seeing all my all my teammates. I'm, I'm telling you guys, I've had a lot, a lot of teammates. And I've had a lot of conversations with all of them. And I've gotten into fights with all of them. And they all understand that I am just, I am just super stubborn and I want to win, and I want to figure out how to win. But more importantly, I wanna figure out how to help. I guess the biggest thing is I want to figure out how everything works, I wanna know how to win, and then when I do, I wanna teach everyone how to do it for themselves. <laughs> that's what, I don't know why, that's what I wanna do. I enjoy doing that, and it's a lot of fun. Yo, shout out Mo, 
what up mo welcome to the live thank you very much i'm in your head guys love that sam dot rubio hey dude notice me just noticed you what up um andrew said i'm from nigeria shout out nigeria uh, fun fact, not a lot of people know this, but I've got my Nigerian citizenship. So if anybody's got connections with the Nigerian national team, you need to let them know that I am available. Uh, but what was the point? Oh, yeah. So, for instance, if I make a run across the near post and create space on the top of the in the top of the the penalty spot for my teammate to come and tap the ball in, I don't get a I don't get an assist for that. I don't get a stat for that. Um, no one's replaying that and going, oh, look at that run that made to create the space for, for the opponent, for the opposing player, right? And most players know that. So most players aren't going to do that because you don't get any credit for it. You don't get paid for it. You don't get anything for it. But I approach the game saying, you know what? I'm going to do that all the time because I think I would rather be known amongst all my teammates as someone who will do the work for them and help them and set them up for success because I think if I do that for long enough, it will become valuable. People will see it eventually. I didn't know if that would work or not. I still don't know. It's not like uh, that's still not the case, right? But we're here now and we're having this conversation and I can explain that to you guys. And those are the aspects of the game that people aren't paying attention to. And I believe if a lot of people spend a little bit more time looking at the game from that perspective, they will see that there is great, there is a great deal of opportunity sitting right in front of your face. And I think we're getting, we're moving into a state of time in the game where that will become ridiculously valuable. So you heard it here first. This is the first place you heard it. So um, let's see. Venezuela said, congrats on being in my head. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, young, G, uh, young P said, would you play at Manchester United? I mean, obviously, if they asked me to, why not? Uh, let's see. We got some other questions here. And guys, last week, uh, the live canceled and dropped it out, so I didn't have the live replay. Hopefully, that doesn't happen again today. But I've got about five minutes left before it will cut me off here. So let's see what we got here. Pat McGill asked, what are players only meetings like when you're in a tough spot as a team? It depends. It can go two ways. If you've got a good locker room, you got a good group of guys who have good relationships with each other. It can be a pretty uh, box said, how much do you love me? I love you a lot, man. I miss you, but I'm coming for you this weekend. I hope you're ready because I'm going to completely annoy you to the point that you give up. I'm going to come beat you, bro. I'm coming to beat you this weekend. So I hope you're ready for it. And I want you to make sure everybody else knows I'm coming as well too. And we are going to get this W and you know it. But I still love you, bro. Uh, what are the players? Uh, so, uh, depending on the relationships you've got, depending on the relationships you've got, depends on how the meetings tend to go. But, um, you know, if the locker room isn't in a good spot, uh, if the locker room isn't in a good spot, um, if the locker room isn't in a good spot, then it's not a very productive meeting. Definitely not a very productive meeting because guys are usually just yelling at each other and shouting each other's perspectives and not trying to understand each other. So um, that's why I think it's extremely important. I think it is extremely important to, uh, I think it's extremely important to build as great of relationship as you can with your teammates and players so that you can work best together to accomplish the common goal, which is to, to win the game. So that's a good question. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that before. Let me see. Bach. What did you say? Sorry, hold on. You said, do you miss or Oh, did you miss our long chats? Yes, I do, brother. I miss having I always love having I always love having real conversations with my teammates and I, I hope they get a lot of value out of having conversations with me as well. Um, 
<laughs> if you flinch, uh, so loose for the, if you flinch, I'm in your head for making you flinch, or are you in my head because you eventually won't get hit when someone actually tries to hit you? It depends on if you're paying attention to them or if they're paying attention to you. But if you don't know either or, it might be the first. Let's see. <laughs> Love that, guys. Drop them emojis, baby. Luis Felipe. Bro, it's good seeing you guys while you're out here. And I, I seriously mean it when, uh, when I say I appreciate your guys' um, help and insight and, and um, you know, yeah. When I just think about all the players I've played with over the years, I'm just really grateful for having such cool teammates, you know? So, uh, especially the stupid games we would play. <laughs> especially stupid games we play. Uh, let's go. I've got two minutes here left here before it kicks me off. Uh, let me see. Kid Shorty said, how do you know to do all of this? I only know what to do based on what I've, I've learned to do for myself through personal experience. So when I'm speaking to you guys here on the live, I'm only talking to you about things that I've that I'm doing or I've done for myself. And uh, um, I try to give you the tools that you need to, uh, the tools that you can use to craft what it is that you need for yourself to be successful. So it's really just a philosophy and an idea. It's an approach to solving problems. That's really what it is. Um, uh, it's it's a it's an approach to solving problems that gives you the that gives you the ability to assess the results and to decide how to approach future problems. So it's just it's just a process that you can have when you feel you don't have anything. So you can create things for yourself and kind of keep moving forward. So oh, I flipped around. Sorry, didn't mean to do that. Uh. Oh, uh, Max asked, when are you going to post more on the MSL account? So I'm just building up the MSL account right now for those who, who are liking philosophy and the mindset. Um, I'm thinking about using that, excuse me, as a place to post all of the, all of the show clips. So, you know, maybe when I go on a one or two or three minute rant, uh, talking about a, an idea or a concept or a question comes in, we'll clip those and we'll post those over to the account. Um, if you think that would be a good use of the account, send me a DM to the account and let me know. Um, but I'm just get, building that account so at least once I figure out what I'm going to do and what I'm posting over there, we'll get going on that. So, uh, Kevin asked for follow back. Guys, if you're wanting to follow back, go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash influencer. Apply to be an influencer. Make it to the ambassador level and you get a follow back um, on my account uh, for my personal account. How many teams have I played for? Uh, let's just say professionally... Professionally at the MLS level, San Jose, then Colorado, then New York, then Toronto, then Chicago, then San Jose again, then Montreal, now DC United. So guys, I've got, you know, 50 seconds here left before the live's gonna kick me off. So I'm going to wrap it up here. Um, like I said, thank you very much for joining in on the live. I'll leave the live replay up for the next 24 hours. If you if you enjoy the conversations, the topics, the ideas that we're talking about, definitely make sure you subscribe to the at perfect underscore soccer account and subscribe over on YouTube, perfectsoccerskills.com slash YouTube. Uh, we drop a video every day. Um, we've got a lot more stuff coming out in the coming in the future. Uh, uh, merch in the store. So if you want an MSLT, go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash store. We've got that up live. We're going to be adding t-shirts. I'm sorry, hats here soon, stickers, uh, these shorts. You guys have already seen it. And uh, if you got any ideas of things that we should continue to come out with, send them over to contact at perfectsoccerskills.com. We also got cleats coming out soon, MSL cleats. Um, I appreciate all of you. If, uh, if you got something out of today's live, uh, please screenshot this and uh, share it on your story, tag me and the Perfect Soccer account will reshare on our account. Again, I appreciate I appreciate you very, very much. Um, I'm real excited for what's to come and, and what we've got coming out, coming out here in the future. So thanks again, guys. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, 
I will see you next Thursday at 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, and we'll do some live call-ins. So if you guys join on the live there next week, I'll, uh, I'll answer a couple people live and we can get questions answered on the fly. So thanks again, and I will see you next week. Later. Quincy Ameriquois here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.